Who are you guys with? I'm Heavy Metal Hobbit. Okay. Uh, Chainsaw Flip Fire. Those are both great band names. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I, got, I haven't picked the name, but uh, our friends came up with the name for the from an old band called Lord or Lordy or something like that. L O D L O R D E, like the singer Lord. Right, yeah. right. That's a song about a restaurant where they serve people or something. <laughs> I got Harry Feet like Alice Cooper and Black Sabbath. It just, oh, there you go. It's a two-song. Nobody copyrighted. We, we made a band called Satan's Blue Jeans. Yeah. So, so tell us about Satan's Blue Jeans a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can well, find well, our EP. Uh, what's, yeah. the, what's the music style? Is it just like playing? You know, it's kind of a whole lot of... Uh, with, uh, Devil's Blood, I guess. It's, we, it's kind we, of a whole lot of... Uh, we transcend music genres. It's like shoegaze heavy metal, you know? Yeah. Whatever that means. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like shoegaze and heavy metal at the same time, which don't mesh at all, but... Uh, we make it work. Yeah. Sorry, that probably just like made a weird noise on the thing. Oh, that's but. So you guys have, I guess, Lovecraft... I don't know how to describe it. You guys have expanded the Slender Man... Mythos? It's our, I, if you want to call it that. I don't know what we call it right now. That's why I'm a little confused. Do we call it we don't, we don't, We're not really a part of the mythos, I A lot think, of the but... stuff we made for our antagonist, the operator, which, you know, is heavily inspired by the Slender Man. Uh, you know, we started like a week and a half after the Slender Man was created by Victor yeah. Surge. But a lot of the stuff that we created for the web series uh, specifically has been kind of adopted into what people associate the Slender Man, like the uh, audio-visual distortion, memory loss, uh, you know, the sickness that comes with it and everything. See that pop up a lot in other uh, Slender Man stories. Uh, so I guess, yeah, we have expanded it mythos yeah, on accident. In the beginning... Oops, sorry. Someone just, oh, that was someone, you. Someone just scored a football. I, I thought it was me. What game were you guys following? Who's kicked off? Up, South Carolina and Auburn just kicked off. Oh. Uh, LSU, uh, Ole Miss just kicked off, too. Uh, <laughs> so you guys big sports fans? I'm a big Auburn fan. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I like the sports ball. Sports ball? Like, we like, yeah, I like sports ball. We like, we like watching some sports ball. You watch baseball sometimes. Yeah. A lot of the time. I, I like baseball. I like football. You get uh, the angriest. But. I like... Uh, I like basketball during the playoffs. I'm not big on the regular season, uh, which is weird because I like baseball during the regular season, and those games are even more meaningless during the regular season. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just I guess it's because I actually played baseball at one point. So. What position? Uh, catcher. Uh, I also did some uh, right field, but okay. mainly so, catcher. So they're just kind of hiding you. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was stuck working. I, I was one of the kids that wasn't afraid of, like, the ball being thrown at me by the pitcher. That's an important skill. So <laughs> I was also at least taller than a lot of the kids, so I I could just stand over the third base line when they were running home and just be like, eh. Eh. <laughs> I played basketball, but I use that term very loosely. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I was on a basketball court at one point in my yep, life. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I did like upward basketball. I Same. I, I scored uh, twice in my career. Uh, one was for the other team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to go about it. Made a mistake. I was the tall guy that couldn't rebound and also couldn't shoot. Uh, so you're you useless. Yes. So you were useless. I was literally useless. You were good to get the ball the across the court fast because you're above everyone else. Yeah, the only reason I got to play was because they had the rule that like everyone, everyone had yeah, yeah. to play. It's like, no one wants you, but we have to take you. Yeah. So I did, I did it for one year. We did okay. I did it for like three years. You know what stunk, though? My team... We actually we placed third overall, yeah. uh, and 
we uh, the team that had first was like a lock for first, yeah. or no, we came in second, but there was no way for us to overtake the first. So they did the trophy ceremony before our last game. What? So like the wow. other team got their first place trophy and stuff before we even played the game. Nice. We almost beat them too at the end. Not thanks to me, obviously. Uh, but from a half court shot that just bounced off the rim. Uh, how great like, would that have been, though? Yeah. Just reach over there. Just go the over trophy. there and take the trophy away like, from them. Uh, I'll take this thing. Yeah. Just crying children. You can tell I'm really torn up about it. Yes. So anyway, Marble Hornets. Uh, <laughs> the one last time. We were here last year. We talked about Disney movies we liked for like yeah. half an hour or so. And you guys just had a very successful Kickstarter. Yeah, we did. Surprisingly uh, successful. Shockingly successful, yeah. even. We were recording our podcast that we do every uh, other week. When we hit our uh, our uh, target amount, we were actually recording the podcast, and Tim got a message from his dad that said, congrats, you made it. This was like three hours after we started it. Yep. Was it three Eight, hours? Yeah, for the 8,000 initial goal yeah. to get the just the DVDs printed. Yeah. Uh, so there's actually a pause in that podcast, or paused cast. Yeah, the paused cast. Uh, which you can find. Uh, which you can find on that.tv. Slash... It's just stack.tv. It's on the link. It's only Yeah, there's just a pause there while we go and like verify it and come back and then just like, oh, uh, thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. Uh, at the end of it, we ended up raising over uh, 74,000. 75,000, about 76 yeah. total. But then after fees yeah. and everything, it was more like 68 yeah. or something yeah. total. So uh, Still like more than we ever expected to make. Yeah. Because uh, we, we did it. Uh, partially out of necessity because we had just recently taken over the all the merchandise for Marble Hornets mm-hmm. and also as kind of an interest gauge for using it as like pre-orders and uh, wasn't exactly expecting such that much of a response. Yeah, such a huge I think response. it was uh, 1,252 total backers or something when all was said and done. Uh, so definitely exceeded our wildest expectations for yeah. that. Yeah, some people even donated to like the $1,500 tier too. It's like, well, you must really like us. Yeah, they come down to Tuscaloosa and get taken to creepy locations by us. By us, yeah. It's like, well, okay. Like three people did that one. I guess we can buy them lunch or something I too. Guess. I don't know. It's Alabama. There's lots yeah. of creepy places. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, there are. As we know. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know, Alabama just hates tearing down old buildings They'll just or using old buildings. They'll just yeah. build a new one. Yep. So, plenty of abandoned places. We have too many locations. Yeah, actually. at some point we were like, we have way too many locations that we have necessity in the story for. And people so. would keep coming up and it's like, hey, I have this great place you should check out. And we're like, no, we, we would like to, but we can't. Yeah. Because if it's really cool, then we'll have to write it in somehow, and I don't know. Yeah, there's even there's even a few. There's one place that we really wanted to use still, and we still we didn't get around to it. With the silo? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. So you guys, Maybe for our next thing. You guys as GMX natives, uh, as you stated in the open ceremonies, you've been here for four of them. Obviously, you've gotten a lot of fans out of the Nashville area and surrounding areas. What's the big difference between Volume 2 and Volume 6? Fandom? Food's better. Food's oh, man. Good. Yeah. <laughs> They're killing it on the green room this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, they had a panini press. Yeah, they—they's crazy. In the best way possible, they've remained pretty consistent. Um, 
the number of people has obviously increased. Yeah, they always make us feel at home. Yeah. That's for sure. That hasn't changed. What what has? That's what I'm trying to think of. Like it's it's not other than the people that come here. Nothing uh, has changed for the worse. I can tell you that. Yeah, they've gotten bigger in every good way pretty yeah. much it seems like uh some people here like some of the people from volume two aren't here anymore which is weird because we've outlasted them now yeah <laughs> so that's changed that's yeah yeah they had like a, a change in management recently too yeah. so yeah it's yeah. it, it definitely feels a little different this year than it has any other year but that might just be because the food's so good <laughs> <laughs> we're easily yeah. impressed yeah we're easily impressed oh you got food and beer Ooh. yeah it's not they've always had an open bar up there so that's yeah. always nice so yeah. you know uh but yeah other than that it's remained pretty consistent but in a, a good way yeah i don't i don't know it always feels like home yeah, yeah. it is our home con we yeah. say so even though there's one we, we went to for a while in Alabama, we still didn't consider it our home con, yeah. even though we're from Alabama. Well, GMX was the first con we ever went to. We ever went to. They're the ones that gave us a chance to actually go out and meet the fans. So, you know, they'll always have that special place in our heart yeah. because of that. Uh, even if we aren't invited as guests, I still think we would end up coming. Yeah. Just to come. We, we love Set up our booth on the back of our car. Like, yeah. <laughs> Come on, everyone! We're not supposed to be here, but yeah. I wonder if we could just show up and if they would still give us a table. Maybe. No. If we talk to the right people. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's anything off of them because it's like we don't ask for appearance fees or anything. Yeah. But, and they pay for our gas. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah. Since we drive up here, it's like we're the cheapest guests to, to book for here other than like actual Nashville natives. Yeah. Uh, it's just like they pay for our hotel room and our gas, and that's it. Then we come. Then we just hang out. Yeah, <laughs> get to hang out with our friends for a weekend. Yep, it's pretty great. So yeah. it's a good job. You can get it. Yeah. yeah. Marvel Hornets has been a fandom press thing for you guys. I came two years ago, and we actually did an interview for another show with a friend of mine. Uh, you guys have obviously grown since then. What's the biggest What's the biggest thing that you focus on besides YouTube that's your that's your push that you pay attention to that when it comes to fans is it the cons is it social media is it what is it that you help push the most that you think is going to be the biggest thing for your your fandom like just how we've grown what, what yeah is, yeah because I mean obviously you've grown over the years yeah, yeah. like you said you just completed a an amazing Kickstarter, obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, you're from multiple places that people are coming to. So yeah. what's your what's your biggest push? It's weird because it's basically all been word of mouth. We've never well, I take that back. We did advertise once. Once. Uh and it was for the DVD. And it and I mean it wasn't for the channel. To for it had mixed results, I guess. Uh and we it felt kind of dirty doing it because yeah. at that it was the only time we ever advertised, and we're just like, eh, I don't want to do this anymore. It's like, if people like us, though, we have great fans. They, Our fans love bringing in more people. Uh, I, I don't know that I've ever been a part, as a fan, uh, in a community that like is just so excited to show their friends this thing that they like, as yeah. I've seen Marvel Hornets fans. Uh, I've lost track of how many times that, you know, we've been talking to, to fans at the table and someone comes by and like, Oh, what's Marble Hornets? And they all are just like, you don't know what Marble, let me tell you about Marble Hornets. And, uh, 
they're like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll check yeah. this out. And but then this, next year we'll see them. And like, I, I found out about you guys last year. Yeah, um, yeah, they're they're very they're very big about uh, spreading the disease. <laughs> yeah. it, it's all on the fans though. They they definitely did better marketing than we ever could for yeah. ourselves. Because uh, I don't know that we're particularly uh, marketing savvy ourselves. I don't know. I don't know how to judge that. Cause did a Facebook ad that one time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, cool. <laughs> it, felt, it felt like buying likes. Yeah. It felt like. Well, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> so we're not exactly good at that, but it's all word of mouth. That's what we're really thankful to have, something that people do that. For. I guess we are more open to our fans than a lot of uh, people are that do become popular yeah. on the internet. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll have people on Facebook if they add us. I, I barely go on the website anymore, so I have like 400 pending invites. Yeah, I think I have like out. 900. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been a while. Uh, but you know, on Twitter, we'll interact with them and everything. Yeah. And generally, we're seen as pretty nice. So that helps too. Yeah. I haven't heard any complaints yet. Well, there was the one person that came up to our table earlier and it's like, I think you got mad at me at Twitter. I was like, no, I'm never mad on Twitter. <laughs> I'm one of the few people that's never met on Twitter. That's it. That seems like an odd thing to do. Me. Like, you know, I think you and I had had, had exchanged harsh words over uh, social media. Yeah. yeah. I mean, social media—it's 140 characters. Like, if you're mad, you can barely get a sentence. Out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can say the word "the" and then five tweets later, you've completed your first sentence. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, go on one of those long tweet rants yeah. that people have. It's just like goes on for like 80 tweets. It's like. Ee! Twitter very well, do you? Like that's not how it works. I think I've ever done that. I'm always like, if it's not if it's if I can't say it 140 characters, it's probably not worth saying. I, I didn't go on a rant on Twitter, but I did tell a story through multiple tweets. It was like four, wasn't it? It was pretty long, uh, but I wasn't going to the the character limit each time. I was breaking uh, it up depending on what would make most sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I actually did get people being like, uh, could you stop spamming? I'm like, could you stop following me? Uh, you guys, what do you, what do you want me to do? Just, what? What? How, what? how dare I use social media to socialize? Yeah. People are mad on the internet sometimes. Yeah, whatever. Sometimes. It's weird. <laughs> people get angry about things on the internet. It's weird. Yeah. So who would you say has had the biggest influence on your creative process? Uh, hmm. our creative process. Troy, uh, Troy, always, Troy has been my. I'm abused, and I only mean that half jokingly because I I had never done any film stuff before Marble Hornets. I was a music kid. Uh, I took a lot of time off after high school, but like even in the six years I was out of high school, I still wanted to do uh, trumpet performance, and I even went back to college for that after we were well into Marble Hornets uh, and what it came down to was just they didn't want to let me try out for a scholarship I'm like I'm paying for this out of my pocket I'm going with a degree that's faster to get so I switched over to film uh, but yeah I had never done any film stuff before Troy asked me to do this so yeah you you are my biggest influence buddy I'm, I'm sorry I'm very sorry um, I I like weird things I guess I don't know I'm really unique I'm really special uh, <laughs> I, I like uh, Spielberg I don't know if you've heard oh, of him. Really. <laughs> um, probably the biggest influence in terms of like Marvel Hornets is concerned is probably um, David Lynch movies 
probably those very strange things. That seems like a really good influence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can pick worse ones. Yeah. Uh, my favorite director ever is Stanley Kubrick, which is oh, really sorry. pretty generic thing to say, I guess. Uh, Clover Garden, my favorite movie. Um, but yeah, I, I like I like things that, that build worlds very nicely, and, yeah. and that's something they do very well. Even David Lynch does it pretty well, even though he does it kind of shorthand style. It's Except for Twin Peaks, but, you know, he's good at that. Yeah. It's probably the biggest influence I have. Tim, if he Tim was here... Tim is a big Michael Bay fan. <laughs> Tim really likes My Little Pony a whole lot. Um, <laughs> if he was here, he would say Werner Herzog. Yeah. That's what he would say. Yeah. That makes it sound like he's dead. If Tim was here, he would say that. Here. I thought he would be here by now. Like, so I'm pretty sure he's pooping. He's probably pooping. <laughs> oh. Uh oh. I think he's outside. Right outside the door. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Outside. Yeah, I know. If he's standing outside the door, I feel like I'm completely healed. What's that? Uh, What's that here? Why did he go to the green room? Way to go, Rusty. I just got oh, to I saw my clock. Oh, he's locked on my Not until 7. No. Well, we just ruined that for him. Jeez. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> Just knock. God. Yeah. <laughs> this interview is over. We had to knock in the back. That seems like a hassle. And knock. It's like you realize you're a guest, right? You can just hey, we didn't know the door was locked, so come back down here. We'll let you in. Yeah. All right. Bye. Can we, can we prop the door open? <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We can do that. So, so while we're waiting, what's in the 3DS? Where are you playing right now? Uh, well, <clears throat> I have Pokemon X in here. Uh, but I recently restarted my game, and I haven't you really. Like one game too, you lost one. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling my first playthrough. I was at the Elite Four, and I, I, had, I was, I just, I wanted to start over. I want, I want to play through using only uh, Farfetched. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and that, that's an exercise. And now I'm trying to get a Farfetched from a friend with this stick held item that doubles the effectiveness of his critical strikes. Because I, I want a little, I want a little duck samurai. So I haven't really uh, messed with it much, but I've been playing Rusty's Real Deal based. Yeah, uh, it's the best game, which is fun. And Street Pass, Street Pass, Street Pass is what we play the most here. Yeah, I I play Animal Crossing compulsively, um, so much so that I left on there. Which when did I lose my 3ds? Coming back from uh, Ohio, or was it Oklahoma, or was it Ohio? It was Ohio, yeah. Or, I don't know. No, no, it was Ohio. Or, it was Oklahoma, or yeah, it was Oklahoma, because Ohio, I had the new one, and I was like, make sure I don't lose it. Yeah. But I left my, my 3DS in the seat back pocket of the plane. After he had already been told on one plane by, yeah. I think, Tim, and I had told you on other flights, yeah. hey, don't forget it. Don't forget it. that. And I just walked off Who put it. stuff in that the pocket? Me, apparently. It's just like, asking to lose it. Well, not me anymore. <laughs> so, like, I went out, got a new 3DS, rebought. Uh, Animal Crossing started over, no problem. So he said, yeah. you know, somewhere on that cartridge, all those, all those little animals. Don't it's remind so me. <laughs> don't remind me. Like the town is in a room. I visited They're them. So sad. I visited them in the the dream suite. Who's so. there to protect them from Tom Nook? No one. Knows. He's going to exploit the hell out of them. Yeah. He's he's going to put them all into crippling debt. Who who's your favorite one? Walker. Walker. He was a dog. Do you have Walker in your new one? No. Walker uh, misses you. I know. <laughs> I visited. I visited in my dream. Walker and uh, Pudge. 
Yeah. Just a and he didn't, even, he didn't even recognize me. No, he didn't recognize me, which is oh, terrible. I went, uh, on when it's your birthday, they throw you a birthday party, and you, before you blow out the candles, you type in a wish. I typed in, I want Walker to move in. Uh-huh. As an Athens yet. Uh-huh. They, they remind me of it every now and then. They'll be like, hey, you, you wish for, I wish for Walker to move in, right? Has that come true yet? And I just go, no. Uh-huh. no. Which is still waiting on him. It's a, it's like a turnstile in that town right now. People coming and going until Walker comes back. Yeah. I miss my, I miss he's my He's going to show up and he's going to be like, hey, I'm happy to be here. I, I got Alva really bad. Uh, it's like, no, Walker, it's me. My my other, my best friend in the whole world me. abandoned me out of nowhere. I like but to I think just, I like to think that some kid found it. He's taking care of them now, but I don't know. He probably deleted your game. Shut up! <laughs> don't even say that. Don't even kid about that. Talking about losing my three DS. Oh wow! Yeah, that was rough. I remember that. Yeah, it's rough. My life is really hard. It was yeah, hard two weeks. Yeah. It was it was almost like trying to watch a heroin addict quit t- cold turkey in a way, mm-hmm. sort of like uh, well, sweaty, no. shivering in the corner. Considering I basically like you had a you basically have a Pavlovian response to hearing the Animal Crossing music. Yeah, uh, I, I usually play it while I poop. So whenever I hear the music, I have to poop. And, uh, <laughs> so that's what he was he was stopped up for like two weeks. I, I basically <laughs> had a virtual methadone where um, I I bought like a. a uh, uh, what are they called? Cairo Soft games on my phone, so I could play that instead of Animal Crossing while I was waiting on my new 3DS to come in the mail. So I played that little soccer game constantly, <laughs> trying to. Did you win the World Cup? Yep, I stopped at the Universe Cup though because I already had my 3DS. So what's the point? Yeah. But now I'm playing Disco Zoo. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. You should play it. It's great. It's not. It's not a treadmill at all. Yeah, we're really good at like. Branding ourselves as the Marble Hornets guys. We just yeah. talk about. Man, Disco Zoo is great. <laughs> I love Animal Crossing. Oh, by the way, Marble Hornets is okay, I guess. I don't know. Who cares? So, Marble, so Marble Hornets obviously is you guys. Uh, it's you literally guys, us three, yeah. It, you, get, you get finished up. It's five years later. Marble Hornets is this big thing. What's the next big project as a team that you, that you put your creative minds together to create. You have unlimited supply of money. You have unlimited... Oh, so we're talking hypothetical. We're talking hypothetical. Yeah, we're, I'm giving you total extreme power to create the next big thing that is guaranteed to be an absolute hit based upon the popularity of Marvel. Oh, it's, Tim and I... It's big. It's an unlimited budget, unlimited whatever. Star Wars Episode 7. And yep. it's, guaranteed, <laughs> it's guaranteed to be a success. Uh, yeah. You could change... Like the entire culture yeah. of movies yeah. with this. Tim and I are always talking. Like I, I don't know if Joseph agrees with it. I'm guessing you do, but uh, uh, don't speak for me. We are always like, uh, if we had the budget, something we would like to make is bad sci-fi. Yeah, oh, yeah. like because you watch Doctor Who a lot. And it's yeah, like that's the kind of bad sci-fi. I'm <laughs> something like that. I like to, because I, I watch a lot of the really old episodes from the 60s, so every once in a while I'll send him a picture of whatever the really cheap rubber monster of the week is, and we're always just like, oh, I would love to make something like that. Yeah. We could redefine sci-fi, get away from all this gravity and yeah. interstellar, all yeah. philosophical, whatever. <laughs> get back to monster of the week. Bring back the robot men that were literally like socks over their heads yeah. with camera flash bulbs strapped to their heads. Exactly. <laughs> we could do that. In this hypothetical. Yeah. yeah. We could totally do that if we put our minds to it, except we never would. But if, hypothetically, we could. 
with unlimited money and a guaranteed success. Well, hey, we know a guy in Nashville who, who actually worked on things like that, so maybe he could help us out. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could remake RoboCop 2, but it'd be good. Think of that. Yeah. yeah. I've never really seen RoboCop 2. So I, don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to see You don't want to taint the your memory of the original. I just remember that sequence in RoboCop 2 where they keep bringing out RoboCop 2 and horrible things keep happening to it. <laughs> Doesn't ring a bell. I don't think they made a second RoboCop. So, yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah? Not there. Let me tell you, there's only three Star Wars as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> there's only one RoboCop. Yep, that's pretty much what I'm saying, is there's only one RoboCop. Wouldn't it be cool if they made Matrix sequels? (laughs) (laughs) No. That never happened. Short answer is no, it would not be cool. (laughs) We know this from experience. (sighs) I would set up a mansion filled with dogs and cameras... And set up a live streaming service. So it, so it would just, be it would be Meerkat Manor, but with dogs. Yeah, it would be called Dog House. Oh. Or Dog Day Afternoon. Or, it's called You're in the Dog House. You're in the Dog and House you can, now. You can flip through the various cameras and see all the dogs doing dog stuff. What? Wasn't there was there some wrestler that said that? What? You're in the Dog House or something? Um... Okay, what I was going to say was have it narrated by him, but just uh. have it narrated by a... That wrestling guy that you... Oh, Jim Ross? Yeah. Just like... As just... God is my witness, he is broken in half! <laughs> as the dogs are just, like, cleaning each other. Yeah. <laughs> my God, my God, look at that technique! They've killed him! They've killed him! Spot the dog, you son of a bitch! I don't Climb the you... stairs, Fido! Make yourself famous! <laughs> I, I don't think you'd even need the guaranteed success... Part of that hypothetical. It would just succeed it would just anyway. Succeed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but we are working on another thing at some point after Marvel Hornets. Once we're finished with uh, all the Kickstartery stuff, we actually have two series planned. Uh, it's just a matter of getting past all the the Kickstarter wall, yeah. um, which hopefully we'll be able to do relatively soon. Uh, we have a serious series and a not so, so serious. Yeah. A, a sillier thing yeah. planned. Which actually, in the considering what else we've done, it's actually not nearly as silly as some of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be. Could be. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. And like a billion other little one off things we want to do mm-hmm. So like so many of them if you have written down, it's like we'll get around to it one day. Yeah, we'll put that Shorts on our uh, YouTube channel where we animation have, uh, let's plays and comedy videos. Yeah. <laughs> let's plays and comedy skits. Brought to you by Thack. Please remember to like and subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Really helps us out. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. You're fine. You're fine. It's your show. Nobody's interested. I was gonna say, (laughs) who's talking here? (laughs) You are. Oh. Okay. Oh well. Now there's all the pressure on us. Hey, you, you, you guys, you guys do a podcast, right? Don't need me for that. No one says it's a good podcast. Hey, listen. Can't be worse. <laughs> you say that. The yes. podcast isn't terrible. We haven't people haven't dropped off really from it. So yeah. let, let me put it into, into this perspective. You're on that side of the table. I'm on this side of the table. There's a reason. <laughs> you know, the, the, the good podcast, they, they get invited to be on that side of the table. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. We're not Let's invited on this side of the podcast for our own podcast, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. Although, well, you know, you maybe still, someday. <laughs> you got other stuff going on. 
It's fun. Our, our first episode has like over 10,000 listens now, I think. I saw the other Something day. Something like that. It's yeah. higher than I expected it to be. Yeah. Considering it's an hour and a half of, of us just being honest. Yeah. Less listens on all the podcasts that had all the good sound equipment that actually sound better after that. It's yeah. all the all the shoddier sounding ones are the most popular. So maybe we should maybe we should ditch all that stuff and just make it sound really crappy again. Yeah. Comparatively speaking. Yeah, we just grouped around one microphone. We yep. should drop the bass completely out and turn yeah. up the treble. So we're all talking like no, we should just, we should just drop the bass. Yeah. <laughs> drop the bass on every episode. Just make it a uh, a dubstep podcast. Yeah, I mean dubstep podcast by people who don't have any idea about dubstep. The podcast is just it's exactly the same except you have deafening podcast. Uh, dubstep going on over us. Yeah, it's called the Dubscast. It is really easy to make it sound like a like a AM radio broadcast. We could do that instead. Hey, it's like dubstep. really, really, oh. you know, crackly. Sounds like it's coming out of a but still $10 play the radio. Yeah, with the dubstep. <laughs> so it just kind of sounds like... It'll be great. Yeah. Everyone will listen to it. Do some old-time radio promos. Oh, yeah. Listen to the Hack Cast. That's what it, old time radio sounds You're like. You're listening to radio on the internet. <laughs> I don't know what that is. So the. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, um, so. And, and I lost my train of thought. So when was the. When was the turning point for you guys outside of. Obviously, the Kickstarter project just successfully kicked off. Was there another uh, point where you're like, you know what, I don't have to have a daytime job anymore? That was well before the podcast. It was about two years ago is when we were able to make enough to where it wasn't a necessity for us to hold down a part-time job as well. I mean, we're not like rolling in money or anything, but it's it's enough. It it pays rent. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, which is more than, you know, unfortunately more than a lot of people are able to say about doing YouTube stuff. Uh, it's it's not a whole lot of room at the top. I mean, we're definitely not at the top. Yeah. <laughs> but but we are fortunate enough to uh, to be able to do it as a full time job. Yeah. And a lot of that is because of merchandising, though. Yeah. Luckily, we're able to sell things like the DVD of the things we made and everything. Mm-hmm. We're in control of that completely, so we get a hundred percent of what that makes. Um, Split up evenly between us and the, the company usually, but yeah, we're that's that definitely helps. Is doing that. Yeah, that was a, I guess around the start of season three is when that became a reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, before then, we were still working almost full time, if not full time, uh, while doing it as well. Uh, and I don't know. We'll see how long it lasts. Yeah, I think the uh, the most surprising thing was. Not so much that we were able to start doing it as a full-time job, but the fact that we've been able to keep doing it as a full-time job this long is the coolest part. Yeah. So hopefully it lasts. Hopefully we can keep making cool stuff. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What's the biggest challenge for your producing content? Uh, Actually doing it. Because we have plenty of ideas. Yeah. Thinking of the ideas is the easy part. Getting the implementation down and then... Buckling down and doing it is always the hard part. Um, finding time to do it usually is something, but that was that was more problem when Marvel Hornets was going on. Yeah, because uh, that was our thing. And it's not a it's on. not so much a motivation issue as it is 
time management at this point. Yeah. Because um, we're having to, I say we, but it's mostly Tim that is working on the DVDs right now. We we help every now and then. But, uh, when he lets us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's not a whole lot that can be done spread out over, like pretty much everything that can be done over multiple workstations already has been, like with the subtitles. I mean, we can like be that. render farms, man. They're already rendered. I'm just saying we could have. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, And also just trying not to do too many things at once is like focusing on like we're going to make this one thing as opposed to it's like, oh, there's like three or four things that we want to do. Like focusing on one and actually doing it is uh, kind of difficult to do. And that's kind of true of almost anything you do too. Yeah. You know, to spread yourself too thin. Uh and when you have as big of a task as sending out 1,200 Kickstarter rewards and stuff, it's very easy to spread yourself too thin. You almost get spread out too thin just through that one thing. Uh, but, ooh, man, when we get back at it, going to have like 1,200 packages delivered to us, or packing materials for 1,200 packages. And, uh, and we got all the other stuff, like the, the stickers and posters and the shirts and all that stuff. That's going to be an intimidating site. My apartment's going to be just full of that stuff. All of our apartments are going to be full of that stuff. That's not going to fit in one apartment. Yeah. You so, just you just hear our nervous breakdown. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, what have we done? <laughs> oh, and there's probably going to be people watching this, listening to this, who are thinking about doing their own videos. What do you guys edit on? Because that seems to be a question. Everyone on YouTube, one, I don't know why they care. Uh, but they want to know. Usually, that's reason. they see that as the breaking the breaking point. I guess it's like I can't make something great unless I don't have you know yeah. this. Granted, I guess that's technically true because people ask me sometimes like, "What's the best free editing software?" I'm like, "I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's free there, editing there software." There is very. I don't know. There's how very many... cheap editing software, but it's you know. What do you guys like to use? We started off well. You said like, but uh, <laughs> I mean, no, no, it's, it's a relative term. Yeah, on Marvel Hornets, starting off season one and two, we edited edited it on uh, edited it edited it edited it on uh, Vegas, like a consumer version of Sony Vegas Vegas uh, Movie Studio. Yeah, would was, not recommend. Would not. Well, I mean, starting off, it's great. Like it's it's a low cost. I'm just talking about all the headaches you had from it. Yeah, I would not recommend that to anybody. Yeah. Um, we we definitely want, we definitely outgrew it at a point. Uh, don't want to put that juju on somebody. Yeah, well, it depends if they're planning on outgrowing anything. Or maybe if, if if they're a jerk, then yeah, they should. Yeah, they, if they <laughs> suck. Then yeah. Uh, then after that, we moved to Adobe Premiere. CS five point five is what we shot uh, almost all of season three on, or edited almost all of season three on, and then now we're up to um, Creative Cloud and all that stuff. So that's what we use is Adobe stuff. And if you're a student, you can get it for pretty darn cheap, uh, especially compared to like buying the programs outright. I wish that was still an option that you could yeah, do. Yeah, I think everyone's still kind of yeah. like pulling for that because working at a studio, it's cheaper for us to spend twelve thousand than it yeah. to what fifteen or hundred bucks a month, uh, depending on the number of people. I think you we have paid seventy. Uh, no, we paid forty for oh, yeah. the Creative Suite. Um, Do you get that, the student discount? No, it, it was a it was a promo discount that was like first year is that then it goes up to fifty or sixty. I'm not sure. Yeah, but for the individual, and I assume it's the individual that's asking what editing software you're using, not a studio. Oh yeah, at least I would hope so. Yeah. yeah, it's like why are you asking me this well, for the studio? Well, but I yeah. mean, the people watching yeah. always yeah. want to know. I mean, they're they're you know they start a podcast, they want yeah. to use nine thousand dollar microphones. Yeah. Right? 
it's a lot easier for the individual to take, you know, 40 bucks a month if they're a student or whatever than it is for them to shell, you know, several hundred dollars. Well, I also lucked out with uh, Premiere Pro when it was available by itself when I got 5.5. It was a... that was right around the time that Final Cut Pro X came out, which, you know, everyone that was professional hated it. So Adobe was like, hey, guys, if you come over here right now, 50% off. Yeah. Like 50% off the whole price. If for something that was like $600, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot, period. So, like, I got it for 300 bucks. That's, 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 that's a deal. That is acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I lucked out getting in on that when I did because it was I suggest everyone expensive. use Avid. No. <laughs> just nothing but avid all uh, the time we use quite a few of the creative cloud things because we use premiere we use audition for the podcast we use encore, uh, encore for the dvds <laughs> although that's still technically cs6 every pretty much any creative cloud thing that we use i really like except for encore which is it's not creative cloud though yeah i like the creative cloud because there are just so many things you get yeah with it. You, like it's great for the individual yeah i don't i I've not, i i don't have any experience or i have very little experience with uh, after effects so i've been like reading up on after effects now and how how to work it all and everything it's like i have since that. we're already paying for it yeah i'm already right? paying for it so like i download it it's like i'm gonna learn how to use after effects so, yeah you know. those people though asking like what's the best free whatever it's like i don't I don't know that I would trust anything that's free because generally it's free oh, for a reason. Uh, what is it? Lightworks is the only free one you can trust. Really? There. That's what they shot Batman on. Like the really? old school Batman. Oh, uh, I thought you meant like no, no, no. Because it's the only one Batman. they're still actively using that's free. Oh, okay. And it's only free if you want to do YouTube at 720, I think. Okay. That's well, that's more than that's, what that's, that's more than what most people need anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, get yeah. I mean, if you're if you're if you have a big budget and everything, you're not going to have a free editing program anyway. Yeah. That's a good alternative. All What's right. it called again? Lightworks. Lightworks. I'll, re- I'll, I'll remember to tell people that. It is like me. the weirdest name on it. It's like ls.x.net. Like it is. So it's like you type that in and you're like, I'm pretty sure I'm downloading a virus. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you don't feel safe when you first see it. It's got that weird name. Nobody trusts it. Tell, tell I like software with an edge. I like software <laughs> that makes me feel a little uncomfortable. I like a little danger. Yeah. You're like, I kind of hope I get a virus, but I really don't yeah. want to. I feel like if I had a virus, I would deserve it. But it's, it's exhilarating. I yeah. like software that I feel like could stab me in an alley. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> being vigilant. Fine. <laughs> it's a pleasure having you guys. Yes, yeah, pleasure. Yeah, thanks. And uh, we hate to cut it short, but it yeah. is your yeah. hour. Up. We always we always have to cut ourselves short anyway, too, and stuff like <laughs> yeah. this. So we ramble. We're yeah. chronic yackers. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank All right. So well, thank you very much. We no appreciate problem. you. Thanks for having us. Always. And thanks for coming back up. Thank you for having us.